get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. All right, well, we're back. And it's canceled. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, that was inspiring. Well, what here do you we are. I, you know what's funny? I actually had, uh, I made some note in my, and I can't remember what show it was about, but something about a pep. Oh, it was like fucking Sandy on Bravo and Beer. She sat the whole crew down and she's like, you know, crying like a weak that ass was, woman. Yeah. Why we can't have a female president right there. <laughs> but no, but she's crying, giving this you know, I thought she was gonna rip Tom a new asshole, but she's crying, you're like, oh I just you guys are so great. And I'm like, is this are they gonna start chanting fucking Rudy at the end of it? You know, and like Tom's Rudy in this situation, this fucking British dickhole. They just want to root for him to get a touchdown and complete the charter season. Yeah, that was a terrible speech. I'm like, what kind of respect are you commanding when you bring everyone in and then you start crying? Yeah, like, I thought it was going to be a like, law and order type speech. And then you're like, what? Yeah, can you imagine like Phil Jackson's like, MJ, Pippin, Rodman, get in here. I just want to tell you guys, it means so much to me. <laughs> like, George would have spat in his eye. That speech was directed at one person, Malia. That's it. That's yeah. all it was for. It was like when Trump went over to North Korea and did like this whole movie presentation about what North Korea could be to Kim Jong-un. <laughs> only audience was Kim Jong-un. This audience, only Malia. <laughs> all Trump should have gone over. You know what would have resonated with Kim Jong-un? Because you know he's got his like harem of North Korean sex slaves. He should have just flown over there and be like, Kim Jong, this, this is makeup. These are treadmills. And this is a haircut. Look what these women can become. And then just boom, instant capitalism. He'd bring in all the trainers and all the makeup and all the hair cutters and all the. the I thought you were talking about what he was doing to himself. I'm like, Trump has never used a treadmill. Trump doesn't get good haircuts. What? What? No, no, but it's a good pitch to Kim Ong. Well, neither is Kim Ong Jun or Kim Jong Un. Kim Hong Hong. Kim Un Chong. Let's try that. We lost our Korean audience. Thanks a lot, Brian. (laughs) Well, the North Koreans aren't allowed to hear this podcast anyway. We'd have to pay somebody to fucking drop it from an airplane. (laughs) <laughs> I think actually that it's not that expensive to that's do. a good it's idea we should do that. <laughs> how funny it'd be an airplane flies over gets shot down a man dies but the north koreans are like lava and beer what? we're the number one reality podcast show <laughs> in north korea i don't even know what they're talking about i can't see any of it <laughs> you know what i think we should market ourselves as that anyways I, I agree idea. completely. I mean, that's the tit- title of the episode. The as number Trump one said in the, uh, the debate last night, and obviously we're getting political here. Um, can we really trust the numbers coming from those countries? Can we really <laughs> trust that we're not the number one yeah. reality podcast in North Korea? I haven't yeah. seen anything to the contrary. So. Exactly. I haven't seen anything to disprove it. That's right. for damn sure. Number one podcast. You should do your fake uh, Korean voice and just say number one podcast. I w- is, maybe I this will. This is right even now. better because today is International Podcast Day. It is. Yeah. Uh, hello, brother and Pierre. This is Kim Jong Un. I uh, wishing you <laughs> number one super podcast in North Korea. Uh, contrary to much belief, 
Many podcasts, many reality TV shows seen in North Korea. Real Housewives of Kim Jong-un Harem. Excellent show. Please review number one. Thank you. Kim Jong-un calling in. I think your Kim Jong-un needs to stop after like one sentence because then it started to get a little Yiddish. Does it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How do we know that Kim Jong-un isn't also fluent in Yiddish? Hmm? We don't. Don't know anything. It's the Hermit Kingdom. We don't know uh, how far Israel's alliances go. Have you thought about that? The Mossad might be, maybe Kim Jong-un's Mossad. Have you thought about that? Hmm. I'd bet against it. Interesting theory. All right, well, fair enough. We'll we'll Um, delve into that next episode. What was this video we were going to show us or something? The reason I'm talking about speeches is so that, Rico, you apparently have gotten us a gift. Well, it's a secondhand gift. I don't know. Is it? It's not a re-gift because I. You can give this gift to multiple people. So you're the second and third people that I've given this gift to because I'm a wow. wonderful, thoughtful person. Who was the and, first that you gave it to? Well, it's just play the video and you'll you'll Are we understand. Talking about herpes no. or yes, well, herpes is the gift that really does keep on giving. <laughs> it's way more than three people. It's have. a gift that's hard to put in a stocking, but. You can figure out a way to do it, and I have. So this was a gift for a special someone who right. found it hilarious, and it wasn't right. that expensive. So it was the perfect <laughs> gift. The uh, the person wasn't that expensive, or the gift? Well, uh, the the person is quite expensive. The gift was not. Yes. All right, ready? Here it is. So a gift, a gift from Rico, a shared gift. <laughs> Can you I hear can't it? hear it. Oh, no, hold on. I gotta, yeah, you got to click to share the audio. I, I know, I know. Hold on, hold on. You're going to see the video, the, uh, video alone is so ridiculous. hilarious. All right, hold on. Stop share. Let me share it again. Click the little, there we go, share computer sound. All right. And I'm going to optimize my screen share for the video clip. Here we go. And God, the fucking still frame is the best. Hi, Rebecca. This is Danielle from 90 Day Fiance. I heard from your boyfriend, Jason. He informed me that you have a birthday coming up, and it's your 32nd birthday. So I am here to wish you a happy birthday, and hopefully all your family and friends will get to celebrate you with you, and they treat you like the queen that you are on your birthday. Everyone deserves to celebrate their birthday this year with everything that we got going on in this crazy world, so please make sure you celebrate Celebrate, whether it be buying a cake, making a special dinner at home, ordering takeout, going to a restaurant, whatever the case may be, just celebrate your birthday. And I also hear that you are a huge fan of mine and 90 Day Fiance, so I want to thank you for being a fan. Thank you for following my journey, and thank you for watching the show, because without the fans, we would not have 90 Day Fiance and all the different spinoffs. And also, I heard that you want to hear about how me and my family are doing. We are doing good. I just recently got accepted into nursing school, and I start that in January. I've been working. Uh, my kids are working. I had a new grandbaby born back in April, and it was girl. So I've been spending time with my grandkids and all that. And we did go on a family vacation, and everyone's back into college and working and all that. So... That's what's going on with us. Again, happy birthday, Rebecca. Bye. 
Wow. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. The, the longest know, minute and 40 seconds of my entire life. Seriously, that was like being on the phone with your own, like, you know, some other relative you don't want to talk to, like at a wedding where you just can't get them to fucking shut up. <laughs> yeah, have a good birthday. Maybe buy a cake. Some yeah. Candles, These are things dinner. you could probably do on your birthday. So Things the, I, I hear people do for other people on their birthday. So the response I got was, um, why did you tell her I'm a fan? I'm not a fan of hers. You're a fan of hers. <laughs> I'm a fan of Muhammad. I want to hear from Muhammad. I'm like, Muhammad wasn't on this site. I'm sorry. If I could have gotten yeah. Muhammad, I would have. Well, the most terrifying thing about that video is that she's like, yeah, I got my nursing degree. Can you imagine that goggle-eyed bitch leaning God. in to put a catheter in your neck? I mean, your life would flash before your eyes. <laughs> You know, nurses do more than put catheters in dicks, right? I know they do more, but that's the most frightening thing that I could think of for her to do. Well, to Danielle, I think it's time to do. Thanks, Danielle. Thanks, Danielle. uh, The Bravo Beer Bong, and thanks to Danielle. Beer chug for me. Cheers. I chugged a uh, Corona this week. Much easier. Good, good call, buddy. Yeah. I chugged an Oktoberfest. Not easy at all. <laughs> nice, Ooh. thick. It's a like swallowing thick spit like a spittoon. Go to Little Ireland. Ah, I chugged a Bud Light Lime that was left over from a few months ago. Well worth it. Hey, well, which one do we are we? Should we get into? I have a lot more thoughts on ninety days, so I think we should. Well, two hours worth, or I could start with a quick Potomac because there was quite the bitch fight. If I can just say that, you can you can update us on shows. Sure, start with that. Yeah, I'll get that out of the way. Because my wife was, I told her, I was like, I don't know if we're going to do Potomac anymore, baby. It's getting a little boring. I already know now that the Michael thing has been resolved. So you recall with this show. They started off the season by showing this fight. And basically how it happened, you got all these girls at a winery, right? It's this nice winery. It's like, you know, beautiful layout. Candace, who is a little bitch and likes to shit talk, she starts shit talking Monique because she thought Monique was asleep on the couch when they were leaving the most boring, you know, forest house, whatever it was, lake house in the world. So she starts shit talking her. Then she starts shit talking her kids, which is never a good idea because you don't want to upset Mama Bear. And then Monique leads across the table and starts flicking Candace's hair, which is like, you know, insanely long weave type of hair, flicking it, flicking it. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, Monique says that she threw a glass at her. This is not true. Monique definitely grabbed her hair. Then Candace throws a glass of wine in her face and cuts her lip with the glass, like releases the entire glass in her face. And then Monique's just grabbing her hair and punching her in the top of the head, and everybody's yelling, and you know, they, they, all the cast members are, are yelling and screaming, and the crew are trying to pull them apart. Pretty entertaining stuff. And then the most entertaining part, though, is they separate Monique, and they put her on the, you know, like upstairs somewhere, and the guy's blocking the door, and she runs down the back stairwell to chase after Candace, who's got in the car, and is trying to, like, stop after her and run her and get her, and uh, sadly was stopped before she could. And that was it. I didn't bother watching the rest of the episode, and I, I do not continue or plan to continue watching any more Potomac. Wise call. Was the, yeah. was the eight-episode arc that you had to invest in it worth that? Payoff? Absolutely not. No, absolutely yeah. not. 
It's just they don't have enough interest in going on. I mean, really, that none of them have. You know, the other housewives, so they have interesting stuff in their private life going on. Other than Ashley, none of these chicks have anything interesting because they all just sit at home with their kids. They actually raise their kids, apparently, which is different from any of the other housewives. <laughs> so they don't have much going on outside of, you know, that. So it's like all you're seeing is what's happening on screen with them. So it's just the drama that's created. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it sucks. And so that chick Wendy's se- very annoying still. How many seasons have they had with this cast? This is like season five, and I'd never oh, heard yeah. of it before in my because life. Because with like with like sitcoms, you know, they're I mean, if they could pass like four or five years, that's you're going for quite a ways. I, mean, I think with yeah. reality TV, it's probably about the same or, or less than that. Well, wow. they always Beverly rotate Hills. people in. Yeah, Beverly Hills is like ten seasons in. But yeah, there's like completely different people than what it started with. I think. Yeah, they they constantly swap them in and out. You know, like. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump left and they bring it. You know, they're always like they, what they do is they bring in like a friend of chick and then she'll be on for a season. Like you'll kind of see her in the background and she'll be hanging out and you're like, who the fuck is this chick? And then they always join the next year. Like that's because you know, those, those, uh, women are lobbying behind the scenes. Like, Oh, I'd be such a good character for this oh, show. Totally. Well, fucking that first. brings up a question is on below deck. I know we're going to talk about nine day first, but on below deck, I wrote down because it's like a gaggle of uh, these chicks that are kind of hot, milfy, rich gals. I'm like, are these chicks trying to audition for fucking real housewives, you know, real sea hags of Mallorca? Because they're fighting and talking trash behind the scenes and like being uppity bitches. And I'm like, I, this isn't real housewives, girls. Are you, are you are you literally trying to pitch yourselves right now? I don't know, but definitely the most boring guest we've had so far to this point. Oh, for sure. I but there's enough them. Tom drama. trauma to go around get it trauma just as far as the guests that was very clever of you i like it thank you um they all seemed both the guests and the crew all hated one person like they were unanimous the black chick Mm -hmm. they all hated her yeah she didn't seem very friendly Um, they were calling her a weirdo and i think she is a weirdo she's very odd and off-putting she sent back beef and like didn't say anything about that in like the request form about not eating beef. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know. Well, so anyway, are we talking about want- below deck first? Or are we going to yeah. uh, 90 day? Let's talk about below deck first. All right, let's do it. Let's blow some down. Um, the, the shocking turn of events in below deck. We had at least 500% more Pete sightings than we have. Yeah. In weeks. That's what Brian and I, I were think- saying pre-show. You missed yeah. it. You were out, you were out doing your thing. We, we were, we were guessing you were feeding a prostitute in the basement, but yeah. <laughs> Nailed uh, it. Do you buy pre-made meals, like a blue apron type of it's thing? Generally leftovers, you know, whenever pizza, I don't feed Teddy. Pizza crust and hot, and hot wing bones. Yeah. You know, like the dog didn't want it. So here you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, that's what we said. There was a lot of pizza. And I thought for a second, my dream of Pete getting lead deckhand and fucking their whole, like we have to cut Pete out thing was going to come to fruition. Cause they're all sitting at the table together, but then she gave it to freaking chubby bear broke my heart. Me and the unit heartbroken. Now, do you think Pete's going to be allowed on the like tell all? I think he has I, to be. I think he, I, I think don't he know. needs I, to be. I doubt it. I don't I think doubt. anyone in the audience that's still watching even remembers like why he's not being featured. If they ever knew at all. 
Well, it would be so interesting to bring it up and then ask him, like, what were you thinking when you posted these racist memes after being on a reality show? Because I don't think they were from a long time ago, right? Weren't they like from a month ago? Uh, I think so. Probably August-ish. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, but, I mean, that's he's, well he's, after you should know. You probably shouldn't. You probably should be uh, crossing your T's and dotting your I's as far as the social media shit if you're going to be on a reality TV. Professional Pete. But they came out and said after that that he is now off of Below Deck forever. So I would assume they're not going to put him on a uh, tell-all show. But who knows? I hope they do. Well, again, if he's not on their show, we have to get him on our show. I've been saying that the whole time. I Well, I, reach out to him, Odie. You're co-producer of this podcast. I will. You don't do I'll anything, but you're co-producer. I'll reach out to him tomorrow. Do it. Tomorrow, we're going to fire Odie, hire Stapleton, and hire Pete. And we're going to yeah. be a four-person show. Uh, four person show. <laughs> I, I might actually listen if you guys do <laughs> We do need some Pete. I want some Pete, and I want Angry Tom. We'll just, we'll just, you know, it's like, I, I can't believe how much of a fucking cocksucker that guy is. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. the biggest douchebag I've ever seen. Like, I mean, it's shit where you go, it's kind of like Kiko in a way where, you know, Kiko folded, and it's like, he just is like going to leave in the middle and not finish cooking. Tom reminds me of that too, where it's like, dude, take some pride. Like, you know, half the interest, like there's a reason Iron Chef is so popular because challenges, you know, like overcome the challenge, find something interesting to do with the food you have. Don't just whine to be a little fucking pussy ass bitch the whole time. Keep calling your girlfriend into the walk-in cooler to whine to her. Malia's like, uh, like hostage situation where she's like, we'll get through this together. What's yeah. Getting through it, there's some frozen fish. <laughs> on thought. We should right? call it, the, the, the walking cooler should officially be called the wine cooler as long as Tom's on boat, by the way. Did you guys um, watch the after show by chance? No. No. I watched the beginning, <laughs> so it was Malia and uh, Captain Sandy and some uh, some breaking news coming out. Apparently, on the uh, the tell all, Malia and Tom still together, while over we're all over each other, according to Andy Cohen. Malia broke the news that uh, they broke up. She's now single, and Tom cheated on her. Oh, that's fantastic! Now, so it wasn't that he wanted to go back to the UK to see his quote unquote sick uncle. What he really wanted to do is go back and bang some sexy British birds. Probably. Where did he find them at? Uh, so they are few and far between, at least in Ireland they were. I'll tell you that much. Um, so I, I thought it was pretty funny, though, talking about their relationship. Number one, I like that Tom, So San, Captain Sandy calls the meeting and cries like a little little wuss. But she calls the meeting, right? And then San, like somebody, I think right after that, Tom gets again together with hostage situation Malia. And he's like, I thought you were on my side. And it's like, all she's been doing is fucking trying to help you the whole time, man. And then I think that was right, at, right before the meeting. Yeah. Was it right before? Okay. And then at the end of the episode, he's like asking her if he, she still loves him. And it's like, well, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't respect you if I was her after the fucking pussy shit you pulled. The, the most notable part of the episode for me is like when he's talking to Sandy by the, the walk-in and he's like, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then like, like five minutes later, was I saying anything wrong? I what know. What talking about? I was talking to her saying. We need a fucking in what psychotic world? Dude. In what world can you talk to any boss that way? Let alone a captain in front of her crew. Smacked like in that. your hands together. Yeah. Like she's yeah, a he child. Has, he has some, some mental things going on there. I don't know. He's yeah. not a doctor, but there's something well, wrong. I, he is literally, it's like Lara. Lara. 
except a dude. It. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Pete was sending him, sending him text messages with dick pics right now because it reminds him so much that he's just turned on. He can't help himself. But, yeah, it's like that mental, like, something's wrong with him mentally where he can't get along with people and he can't treat them as though they are, like, equal human beings. Like, he has this fucking, either, he has, like, an inferiority-superiority complex where they're, like, they flip-flop so quick that he doesn't know which one to go with at any point in time. And he's freaking out about not, you know, it's on me. I can't do this. If, if I don't have the finest ingredients, and it's like, well, you're, if you're a master chef, man, you should be able to make not that great ingredients taste good. Anybody can make really, really good ingredients taste pretty good. Like, I mean, it's hard to fuck up lobster and fresh halibut. Like, it's pretty easy to put that out, put some butter on it, and put it on a plate. That's, have that you ever good. seen Chopped? That's what they do. They yeah. get a freaking basket full of... Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you well, uh, broadcasting from a recycling bin? How many bottles do you have on your desk? Two, but I don't understand why they kept falling over. I got to take spill care of this. All you guys keep t- talking about yourselves. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Staples. No, you, see how the, you see how the worm has turned? It used to be me having to have a towel under my desk, and now I haven't had any problems. I'm clean as a whistle, except for the sweat. This has to be cake in my ass right now. It's hot. Oh, it's so cold here. Let's talk more about the weather. Wasn't there a person we were talking about the weather, and they're like, more weather talk? No. There was somebody that asked for more weather talk. I think it was Josh. I think he asked for more weather talk. Um, um, okay, what, what else? happened in this episode? Oh, how Thanks. about the? I liked... <laughs> okay, so getting back to the, the guests, right? So... Oh, also, oh, actually, going back to Malia and Tom, I liked how Malia's, like, going in after Sandy bitches them out and is with Tom in their cabin, and now Malia's crying because Sandy told her to stay out of the fucking kitchen. And she's like, I'm the bosun. I need to be everywhere on the boat. It's like, no, you don't. You don't go in the kitchen. That's not your area. You fuck off. That's not where you're supposed to be. That's Bugs's area or the, or, or the chef's area. And then it's like they created this us versus them mentality, though. You know, it's like now that's the problem with couples is if you criticize one, even if she's fucking up and Malia, the ultimate professional should know she's fucking up, but you criticize her. And now they get together, they weep in their cabin and now they're like team fuck Sandy. But Sandy should fire both of them. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to overthrow the captain. Good joke. It's just uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Is there a mutiny? I don't think so. They do a mutiny 20 yards offshore, immediately arrested. (laughs) She's like, Sandy was like, I don't give a fuck about Tom. And then, well, I respected her when she did that. And then I lost all the respect when she went crying about it. Yeah. It's like, just fucking tell him to go fuck off. If you can't cook a meal, then go. We'll find another one. Exactly. Kiko was such a sweet, wonderful man. And she, you know, she booted him to the curb without crying. You got this yeah. stupid bastard you're crying over. Yeah, yeah, it was it was sad and pathetic the uh, the whole crying thing. And it's like I, I did like though she called him out. She's like, "You have supplies." Like she was talking, I think Aisha. And she's like, or no, she's talking to Bugs. She's like, "He has supplies." You know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you don't have fish that was fresh caught this morning. You have supplies. Cook it. Cook the shit. <laughs> Cook the shit. Put it on the table. Like yeah. how hard is that? Yeah, exactly. Um. The other thing about this episode, I guess, that they were really going for is just to make sure that everyone knows they hadn't already known that Jess is psychotic. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, she, that's skipping ahead. Oh, wait, I don't want to kill. Can we 
Save that for the end. We've been talking about an hour episode for 30 minutes. How did we skip ahead? We haven't been talking about this episode for 30 minutes. We were bullshitting. Odie spilled beers. We've had a whole emotional journey here, Rico. The whole beer spilling thing, just to come back to that for a minute. That was very close to being a lot worse. Um, It (laughs) barely got on my computer. It just got everywhere else. So that's good. Only all over your leaked tax documents. <laughs> um, well, I okay. Well, Jesso, I thought we'd save for the end because it comes to a head with the butt, the quote unquote butt grabbing situation was at the end of the episode. Is why I was like, let's save Jess for the end of the episode because I wanted to lead into it with talking about the guests who we barely touched on yet because that sets up the whole Jess jealousy thing because there's a bunch of these milfs on board and the one Asian milf. Uh, is apparently into Rob, and he might be a little attracted to her. But I just couldn't help laughing when he's like, how did you hurt your arm? And she's like, parkour. And I'm like, parkour? Is she being serious? Like, do you guys think, was that a flippant remark, or she honestly hurt her arm parkouring at the age of 40 with three kids? I actually must not have been paying that attention. Yeah, I missed that. Um, That is not a sentence that makes sense. Coherently. But I get what I you know, just. What, what does that mean? What? What, what, she did what? Parkour. She uh, Rob was she's like running up walls and stuff. She's like yeah, she's like running up walls to techno music apparently, and uh, jumping off trash cans and and fucking doing rolls. Yeah, this the Asian guy was like, I hurt my, I fucked my arm up doing parkour, and I'm like, that's. I mean, I guess maybe I believe it. Uh, desperate to to cling to to you, she was like. She was like, I had three kids, and after my third kid, I lost myself. And then Rob, and this is how you know he was actually hitting on her. Fucking classic Rob with this stupid line. He's like, oh, well, I was a model. And, uh, you know, people usually don't see me. As he's, like, dabbing vinegar on her jellyfish sting. I'm like, really? That's your fucking one pickup line, Rob. People don't see you, you male modeling dickhead. See, that's why I will give Jess a bit of a break here. Because Rob was so blatantly just hitting on all the women there. Well, they were and, also hitting on him. And what's he? I mean, they asked him to like, take a picture with him. What? What does Jess think he's going to do? Go have a fucking milf orgy? Is there milf island somewhere in off Mallorca that he's going to be going to in, in secret? Okay. So Jess is a hypocrite because the the charter before yes. it was a bunch of dudes, and they were showing her taekwondo or something. Mm-hmm. And so she's mm-hmm. rolling around on the the couches on the deck with them. And then the next week, Rob's doing something even less than that. But she's losing her fucking mind. That's so. yachting, as they say. Yeah. You got to make the guests happy. I mean, that is an excellent point. And Rob is probably too dumb to bring that point up. Or oh, maybe he doesn't know dumb. about it. Yeah. But yeah, she's insane. And the, like, the fact that she went so ape shit, just like, just started getting crazy. Because she saw Rob. Like, like I'm trying to think of the, the timeline here. So he went off with the ladies on a boat trip. Did that happen? No, that's happening next episode. She was furious just because of the assignments for her job that Aisha got sent or is going to be going to some sort of island getaway uh, to set up, I think, a beach picnic or something, right? Is that what they're going on? Yeah. So is Aisha full of shit? Because she's like, I'm not attracted to him at all. I think she's, she's no, I think she is. 
straight shooting, not attracted to Rob. It was, didn't you hear going off? I thought it was pretty funny. She's like, she's like, ah, he's kind of gross. He's like weird up, weird up close. His face is all angular. It's just like, bam, right there. Have, have <laughs> you never been in a situation where a girl says, oh, you're not my type. You're not my type. You're not my type. And then all of a sudden, never, oh. never in my life. <sighs> okay. I, I mean, the thing a about few it, times at the old LA office when I worked uh, there, that was quite fun. <laughs> What was that when you're, what, are you talking about the, the office where all the people came in with disability claims? So like the people missing no. diabetes feed no, would hit on you. They and were not welcome. The guns, they were not they'd, welcome be injecting, the office. they'd be injecting insulin into their gun, hitting they'd on throw, Rico. Throw their leg yeah, up on your no. desk. So, disgusting. Hey, you're not my type, but does my stump <laughs> smell like almonds? I'm trying to figure if that's gangrene or not. <laughs> All right, which is Rico's ultimate turn on. <laughs> it's like they've read my profile on uh, 2007 Bumble, whatever that was. Uh, awesome. All right, well, what else? What else you guys got from this? Okay, well, did she grab his ass or not? No, no, it's fucking idiotic. Did not you can see her. She did not grab his ass. She may have touched his ass. It was, no way of knowing. No way of knowing. It was dangling. Here's the thing. She was looking. uh, This is what I said last week when you had the teaser. You saw her try to put her arm around in a way that wasn't ass centric like three times. And then her arms just hanging down. She's like, well, this is even more awkward because he's wearing a fucking backpack. And so she just was like, all right, I'm just going to go under and put it like her hand was closed, by the way. It's not like open hand. You couldn't even see like fingers gripping ass cheek flesh. It was like she was doing like a dog paw to not grab his ass. Yeah, but if she was doing like an accidental like, oh, I just bumped your ass there, just trying to gauge like what he would do, that's what you would do, I think. That's, I mean, you, I don't think do you'd it. fuck around and have your arm awkwardly dangling and hitting on his backpack and I don't well, know. This is obviously, write this question down for Pete when he comes on. This All is right. one of the questions that we asked. Pete. Pete, the number one reality TV podcast in North Korea wants to know. Pete's going to be like, they, they fucked. I saw it happen. Aisha and Rob fucked. And I tried to join in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that she did not grab. I thought that was uh, I don't know, just fucking retarded. Okay, real quick, I want to go back. So before all the moms keyed in on Rob, though, they said that Chubby Bear was super hot. And again, another instance of Chubby Bear being the best. Chubby Bear's quote, well, there's a bunch of moms into me, and I'm lead deckhand. What more can I ask for? <laughs> <laughs> he is the best. It's not even close. Not even close with Chubby Bear. He deserved to be lead deckhand. Who was I, lead I deckhand? Say, I, I did not see it coming at the beginning of the season. I think Brian was the first one to recognize Chubby Bear's charm and charisma. Oh, I knew I think he was just a, a master. Just a general moron, but uh, he's really <laughs> outperformed. He's he's just so likable. He's got a good, quick. He's actually fairly quick-witted. You know, you wouldn't expect it, but it sneaks up on you. Uh, again, Bugs Chubby Bear winning. Actually, well, Aisha Chubby Bear would be my chosen two to hang out with. They're the they're my favorite two yeah, on the boat. They'd at definitely the be fun. I think Bugs. But at, and now fun. I'm actually coming around on Pete, though. I kind of want to get beers with Pete. I want to see when, when unit you never, and professional wait, you, Pete. I, I want to see him out. Why would you not want to get beers with Pete? When did, yeah, when were you down on hanging out with Pete? 
I don't know. I thought you you go out with them and then he'd just be so creepy to all the ladies. You just be like, oosh. I got to distance them. You'd be in the bathroom. You'd be in the bathroom trying to snort snuff in secret. He'd come in and bang on all the fucking doors, all the stalls. Which one you in? I'd be like, peek it out of here. I'm trying to do something. I already tipped the guy. I already tipped the, the uh, attendant. Fuck How off. many cocaine references does Brian have per show? None. So like once every 15 at minutes. Least, at least one. This episode is brought shows. to you by cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> what keeps every housewife show popping. That's a fucking fact, by the way. Especially Real Housewives in New York. Oh, oh, God, the amount of cocaine those chicks have to do. And Vanderpump rules. All those fuckers are on cocaine. They work at a bar in LA. I, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Anyways, I thought I had something else to say, but then I completely forgot it. So. Um, Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Like I said, um, it wasn't the best episode. episode. It would be, it would be, to your point, it would be pretty funny if uh, Rob and uh, Aisha just banged it out real quick on their sojourn. I would (laughs) absolutely pick Aisha over Jess. Oh, who would? Just just, just this fucking resting bitch face. Yeah. God. Aisha. It's super annoying, though. Her yeah. voice is super annoying. Yeah, she's yeah, not arguing that point. I find I mean, her likable, though. She has a good sense of humor, at least. More like I think I'd be likable yes. maybe for like ten minutes, and then you'll be ah, okay. Let's get out of here. Well, how how long is Jess likable for? Yeah, like just looking at her while you talk, and it's, she's just like glaring uh, Jess at is, you. Jess is likable for the amount of time it takes you to look from her feet to the like right above her chin, and then it's over. Yeah. It's like that, you know, dinosaurs have that brain in their tail and the tail has to go all the way up. They're like, oh, well, if you hit a dinosaur in the tail, it won't know it <laughs> until it gets all the way up to the head. That's how long it takes to get sick of Jess. Was, was this a, a <laughs> lesson that I missed? This is like an old, t- it was an old cartoon in elementary school where they're like, dinosaurs got a the walnut size brain, like a, bronchi- like a bronchiosaur. I'd like to get a, like a, real, fact, a fact checker on this <laughs> here. The, long <laughs> the real long dinosaurs, man. The uh, whatever, diplosaurs, whatever the fuck they're Stegosaurus. Called. Not Come the on. stegosaurus, the real tall ones that don't exist anymore. The brontosaurus, right? They said they don't really exist. They'd renamed it something. So okay. they said if you hit that, the, because the brain <laughs> is so far from the tail, it, it like takes a long time for the signal to get back and forth. And I figure that's how long it would take you to figure out just that, up and down her body, quick. That's it. Then you're over her. Or it's like you if you be. kick it, like a, if you kick like a seven footer in the shin, I mean, you're gonna have like a minute to get out of the way. You know, they start to come yeah. at you, you know, like Matumbo or uh, <laughs> or uh, Yao Ming. Yeah, Yao Ming. Yeah, exactly. again, going back to Home Alone. If Yao Ming was in Home Alone, he would have gone up the stairs, stepped on the nail, not even known until he got to the top. He'd be like, "Oh fuck me!" at the top, and then you know. What does a Chinese guy sound like Kim Jong-un? Uh, you know. The Asian out. impressions on this show. Rodman, because of Dennis Rodman. He's the conduit. Uh, okay. All right. Have we talked about this enough? Yeah, we can move on. What do we got? We can move one, on to one uh, the tell-all. left of this before the tell-all? That's um, it. Yeah. Wow. We're going to have to find a new show soon. Well, the next season of Below Deck comes in about a month. So yeah, and that's that's what I told you. Well, also we got ninety day fiance the other way coming back on the eleventh. So really, all right, good, good. So we'll take a week off then, maybe or no? 
Do we miss a week? No, we still there's the the ninety day fiance tell all happily ever after tell all is like a like, three parter. Yeah, and this is only part one. It's we have below deck parter. Show. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. There's a lot to wow. tell. This whole episode just focused on fucking on or, uh, Libby's family being a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. Okay, if we're gonna start with them, is it just me or? Um, so Libby's sister, I think Jen, has she Horrible always had person. a lazy eye? Did you no. guys notice that? I hope God I, gave I her not, one. But I will go back and have seen the super, show. super lazy eye. We'll just call her Lipinski. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she's she's like got the the mirror or the uh, the FaceTime camera or whatever, like really close to her. If you go back and watch that episode, I think it's her her. Uh, one of the guys is just like staring right at her nose and you're like, huh. <laughs> and then she's like, so demeaning on people's initial appearances. And I thought, well, isn't it ironic that a person with a lazy eye is so judgmental about initial appearances? Well, that's probably why she's like, I got to be on the attack so I can make people feel shitty. So they don't come at me because of my lazy eye put them on the defensive early. It's like the old theory of like, what were the, those shitty old shows about picking up chicks where you like go up and you're just like, well, it's like, the, again, our friend Nate from college would go up to girls and be like, what's up, ugly? Same guy would get, would get people middle fingers driving around. <laughs> How'd that work but, for him? Probably not very well. It, he met his wife that way. I shit you not. His current wife met her. Met his wedding. wife by calling yes. her ugly. Yes. Oh, the well. girl he is currently married to, I remember the exact day. He's like, watch this. And he goes, it goes, he goes, what's up, ugly? <laughs> then he just walks away and she's like, what the fuck? Then he walked over and he was like, hey, ugly, you want a drink? <laughs> and she, and again, this woman married him. I, don't, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have married either of them, frankly. But it, it worked. And maybe she's, maybe Jen's doing the same thing. So she's like, what, um, she's like, what up? Two eyes? Two eyes that work? Dick? So I had some notes on, a lot of notes on this family. Um, so one 90-day fiancé tackled a very hard-hitting topic on postmodern masculinity. What does it mean to be the man of the house? Indeed they yeah, did. that was a like, deep conversation. Huh. I'm like, I didn't know this was a 400-level college class, but uh, <laughs> we got some deep dives on the Andre masculine and feminine roles in Andre society. Andre gets an F. It gets an F for many uh, liberal college. <laughs> I loved his explanation, though. Oh, it means, you know, I... Uh, it comes to me and decisions. I, I, I do decisions, and uh, that's how it goes. And Lib, uh, Lib likes it. She likes it was, my decisions. Oh, She's dude, it was even it, right better now. than that. Odie, it was better than that. It was him. He goes, well, if uh, if I don't make the decisions, who, who's going to do it? You? <laughs> so <laughs> condescending. <laughs> he's so fucking worthless. And then I like how he's defending. He's like, he's like, well, sorry, she makes all the money. You know, it's fine. She makes the money. I make the decisions. Like, <laughs> and Libby's like, shouldn't I make some of the decisions? Can I make all the money? He's like, no, Lib. No. No, you're, so, you don't, you're just, uh, I make the decisions because I'm a man and my brain works better than yours. <laughs> it's rational. Rational brain. Rational, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a rational mind. It's so ridiculous that he is such an asshole, but her family are so much bigger assholes yes. that it has to be rooting for him. Well, hold yes. on, wait, real it's quick. Happening. I agree, and I want to let you continue, Eddie. Oh, now I spilled whiskey on my notebook. Uh, but it's what is funny, though, and I can't, I can't help thinking, you know, 
And we're talking about rational minds, though. Andre has managed to come to America, uh, meet a woman who supports him, and a family that has paid for a wedding, apparently pays for some of their house or bought the house. He has one job, which is to sit at home, kind of raise a kid, doesn't have to work a day or a minute, gets to play Xbox and fuck around, has his, gets to fly to Moldova and have a giant wedding paid for in Moldova. That's yes, pretty rational winning. thinking. Pretty rational he's, thinking. He's winning. <laughs> Sounds like he read Art of the Deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead, Odie. No, but I mean, it, it, they, you know, they show the flashbacks, and of course they show the scene um, when they're in the restaurant with Andre and all his friends. And you know, I, I mean, the way they, they depicted it is obviously they're showing it, you know, how it happened in order. So they yeah. show, you know, Charlie and Chuck and Charlie's screaming at Andre. Well, in America, we tell people how we feel. We just do what we want. We do what we want. We don't care. We just say, we just say how we feel. It's America. What's we do in America? <laughs> then they cut to outside. He's, fucking, he's the fucking Randy Marsh of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Charlie is—he's the Kenny Powers, Randy Marsh. (laughs) And then they get outside, and Andre was like kind of over the line how how he was talking to Lib, and yeah. But still, like when they cut away, like to get the opinions from everyone, like they didn't even reference like what happened really inside with Charlie being such a huge asshole. The family—I wrote that down too. The family thinks they did nothing wrong. The sister is like, "What are you talking about?" The, the dinner it was all Andre. It's like, yeah, the, Charlie's the biggest fucking asshole on reality TV. Uh, what well, did you hear them go? They're like, we're just like the dad. I think he's like, or it was maybe the dad or Charlie. They're like, like, well, I don't know what the big deal is. You know, he's just he's reacting, getting so mad. We're just, you know, we're just country. We're just trying to get to know him better. Like, you definitely fucking are not just trying to get to know him better. The, You're asking the, pro- the same probing question in a very specific way to try to fuck him. It's very they're watching. Odd. They're watching the clip. And, and then reacting, and they they're watching him be a big fucking loud drunk asshole. Yeah. And oh, like, do you hear the sister go when Charlie's up there saying shit at his fucking sister's wedding, and the and the sister's like, "Woo!" Yeah, such a cunt. I wanted to slap her eye straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I don't feel bad about making fun of her fucking lazy eye because she's such a bitch at someone else's yeah. wedding. Are you kidding me? At your own sister's wedding? Yep. Charlie's, Charlie's response to seeing his own Kenny Powers moment at the wedding. He's like, oh, I was just drunk. I don't yeah. know. I would have been, can you imagine? Yeah. I've been mortified watching said, that shit. Uh, Andre, it's no excuse for being drunk. That's just, and then you're like a hundred times worse. And then it yep. again makes Chuck look so bad that he's just letting his son drunkenly act like a complete asshole in front of Andre's family. Like Andre's dad is probably the nicest guy in the whole season. And he's like, what the fuck is going yep. on here? Like it's so yep. disrespectful. And the, their whole attitude from the time they landed, like, oh, does Amazon deliver here? I'm so fucking clever. Does <laughs> your Walmart here? It's like, why are you being assholes? Yeah. And the shitting on the food, the whole peasant food thing. I'm glad that they called him out for that. And then they're like trying to dance around it, you know, like, oh, we didn't mean that. It's like, no, you meant exactly that. Yeah. You're intentionally trying to shit on his culture, this entire country. They, everybody except Andre, who's been treated, they've treated them like princes. Like even Andre's friends were yeah. so nice. If I, was a, if I was those friends, I would have probably been far more belligerent and angry. And I would be like, why don't you go fuck yourselves? Like his friends are seem like they're super sweet people. 
If it was me yeah. seeing them needle Andre and ask me all this shit, I would have been like, fuck yourselves. Get the fuck out of here before we jump you in an alley. Like, it's insane how nice everybody was and they're shitting on the entire country and the culture. Yeah, they just made me so angry. And then their whole, we're not demeaning the culture. <laughs> what else were you doing? Yeah. So well, um, Andre's defense of his culture was not very good. They're talking about eating pig fat. He's like, oh, just like bacon. Same thing as bacon. I mean, it, it's not the same thing as bacon. I mean, it's, it's from a pig, yes. Odie, you're not allowed to come to any of our travels anymore. You're off the list. You're an you're a American hillbilly, and you've been eliminated from I would the list. Eat, I would love to eat the pig fat in Moldova. I would enjoy it, I'm sure. I, I would try well, I, can't I would even eat that freaking uh, chicken uh, jello. Oh, it was horrible. I would eat it. I, you try, uh, you know, my rule is always try anything once. Now, Rico, by the way, is even more of a little food bitch than anybody here. Uh, Biggest I food tried bitch. chicken feet. Not too long ago, because of family Chantel feeding, or the family Pedro feeding family Chantel, and uh, I know a guy from the Czech Republic. He's like, I eat chicken feet all the time. I'm like, are you fucking oh, kidding me? Disgusting. And then I tried it, and they were, just, they, they were gross. But I have a They're video tar- of me eating chicken feet, so wow. fuck you that I don't. Try I anything. I have also tried them. They are horrible. Uh, you get them at any dim sum restaurant if whenever yes. you can go to them in a year from now. Yeah. So. Uh, Getting well, back to oh God, Rico. No, no, no. Go, go. I would say getting getting back a little earlier in the episode, though. I uh, two things. Number one, I thought it was hilarious that Andre was ripping into Larissa because he's like he's like, "Hold on, who is this?" It's like, "Is this Michael Jackson three point <laughs> And Larissa losing her fucking mind. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And, and then I think also she's like, "I'm doing all these for my kids," and they're like, "Yeah, you're just becoming a." a is she a stripper? She must be a stripper, right? Like Libby called her out and said she's a stripper. I think I would she is a stripper so. in Vegas. Yeah, I would assume she, she is. So now she's like, she, she, she yelled at Andre. I think she is a stripper. And obviously now. No, I mean at a good place. Oh, probably not. It's probably Crazy Horse 4. <laughs> <laughs> and like Henderson or something. Or, or uh, well, if we go to Vegas thing. together, which we've. We've had a trip to Vegas planned, uh, obviously, since pre-COVID, and now we've just been delaying it and delaying it. But uh, we should make it a point to track down Larissa, if at all possible. Yes, absolutely. Interview live but, on the spot. Yeah, I, I, that is so funny. that She's like, I have a jobby. And I'm like, hmm? <laughs> okay, I guess. And I was like, there's only one job you couldn't be doing. So obviously, Stripper and Libby uh, confirmed it. And then other question is, just in the beginning of it, why is Angela wearing a mask the whole time? Theories? She had some kind of like surgery. Uh, is this her... a fact? You like looked it that's up? That's what she or is said. This a theory? No, that's what she oh, said. Oh, I didn't hear that. I, he- I heard she nothing had, about she it. She had some infection or something. And because the host asked like, Angela, uh, why are you wearing a mask? Or is it some kind of social distancing thing, mm-hmm. even though you're alone in your house? It's like when the uh, Giants GM was wearing a mask during the virtual NFL draft. That was kind of funny. <laughs> If you recall back in April, um, I thought it was, well, I think that's a lie unless I don't know. Well, maybe, or oh, maybe she doesn't want Michael to know that she's got fucking lip cancer or something from smoking all the time. That's a possibility. There's a couple things things before, things, before I think we end. Is. I guess we're done with Andre and Elizabeth. Oh, so no, had, no. We're not done yet with them. We can talk about them for quite some time. I had two more notes about them. Yep. One I don't know if you recall this, but we used to call in college Howie's dad Charles Large Wallets. 
Do you remember this? <laughs> no, but I, I, I could get it. <laughs> because he always had money. He was always yeah. <laughs> called his dad Charles Largewallets. I don't know why I remember <laughs> that, but it was funny. Um, but then it occurred to me when, uh, what's her name, Sean Robinson, she's like, Chuck, do you feel that you, they, they look at you as just a wallet? And then I'm like, wait, Chuck, Charles. <laughs> You're both large. <laughs> Charles large wallets. Chuck is Charles large wallets. And it made me, it made me Giggle. smile and reminisce. Yes. Well, I mean, that question, it just, again, showcases what fucking hypocrites all these fucking little children are. They all work for him. They all yeah. work for the same company. They're all leeches off of Chuck. And yet they go after Andre as though he's like a special leech. Yeah. You know, because uh, it basically all it comes down to is they're good, they're pissed off that he's leeching money away from their leeching. That's he, all it boils down to. So, he totally so. called him out, though. He's like, "Wait, you're all just working for Chuck. Yeah. So yeah. what do you guys Jen, do? What do you do? You work for Chuck, Charlie. You work for Chuck. What? So Chuck's in real estate, right? Yeah, yeah. Because well, that's why like, Andre was because Andre was like, maybe I'll go into real estate. I think which is oh, uh, a friend of ours who also watched the show. Pitched a great idea, and I love it, which is that Andre and Charlie should have a show. HGTV. And I swear, this is not my reference. HGTV, House where they go around together and try to sell houses. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> and then Property and, and Brothers, like, too. Yeah. <laughs> Can we produce that? Can we like get in on that? Property Brothers-in-law. And it would be <laughs> fucking awesome. Charlie would be like, Andre, step off, bro. Why don't you let me show him the master path? And Andre would be like, Charlie. Just shut the fuck up. I want to show them the master bedroom first, and you can show them the bath later. And then at some point, you know that Andre will find Charlie blowing lines in the bathroom. I'd be like, Chuck, your body, Charlie, your body. I didn't know. And then they do lines together and become best friends. Well, that Andre, is not my reference. This is the pitch I was pitched, and I said I you love it. Pitch that exact pitch all the way down I, the line. I can send bathroom? you the text message. Oh, yes, literally the same. Literally who, that exact who pitch. Pitch this. This is this is a uh, well, you know Penny, you know Crazy Penny. Yeah. Yes, uh, one of my good friends, Crazy Penny, and her her um, boyfriend slash boyfriend come baby daddy. Who I, I hope listened to this show. He had pitched that idea, and I was like, "This is a genius idea." All right, well, time to, time to get it in production. If you only knew a good PR guy, yeah, I do, Shame. and I, and I, I have I have contacts everywhere. That's what you say. Yeah, but I don't do anything with them. That's why pe- that's why I have the contact. It's a really ca- it's a catch twenty two. I have all the contacts, but you don't want to do anything with the contacts, or else you lose the contacts. You get it? Uh-huh. Yet I'm not on Tucker Carlson, so I don't see these contacts working. You think you would be good on Tucker Carlson? You, Odie, knocking knocking fucking beers over guy on Tucker Carlson. Tucker would love that shit. He would eat it up. <laughs> he would love it. Uh, yeah, here's the exact pitch. Uh, so he says, I, sh- I want a spinoff where Andrea and Elizabeth bro and dad flip houses, then try to sell them. And they fight all the time. I can imagine Andre walking in on Chuck and Charlie doing a bunch of lines. and be like, you guys party also <laughs> as he pulls Another out his own stash and they all become fast Coke friends. <laughs> this is, this has been pitched to me verbatim. I just read me the pitch. And I said, I fucking love it. Oh, and then I can't wait to talk about Colt sending dick pics because it's a courteous thing to do. We have, I can't wait to talk about it. So apparently your your friends also know that they have to incorporate cocaine in any kind of pitch they do for you to be interested. Well, you know what? When you find, you know, they say food's the best way to a man's heart, but really cocaine 
clearly, I mean, is the best way to man target. You and also the best way to damage like, it. Gone with the wind too. On cocaine. That actually <laughs> reminds me of a story. Um, <laughs> alleged story where I was in the back of a car one time and you've all had that thing happen. You know, like we were doing something and uh, in the back of a car. But it's laid out in the CD case, and I'm like, you know, doop da doop da doo, and and then I uh, sneezed and blew it all away, all of it away. Didn't even get to do any of it. So we're literally gone with the wind with cocaine. But except I didn't do it. This is all legend. <laughs> in your imagination. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Getting back. All right. Where do you want to talk? Do you want to? Are you done with? Well, Andre? I just had a hypothetical question that I posed to myself. Who is yep. worse? Family Chantel or Family Libby? Um, family Libby. I, I hate them far more than Family Chantel. I can't stand Family Libby. They're just bad. I think Family Chantel, I don't think they're bad people. I just think they're morons yeah, that they're have bad dumb. reactions. I think that Libby's family are literally bad, legit bad people. Yeah, I can see that. What, what season is Chantel? Are you kidding me, Odie? Odie, did you like watch the? Did you watch what seasons. we're talking about right now? <laughs> yeah, I watched most of it. You've never seen Chantel and Pedro? No, nope. I can understand oh, that. That was like God. season. They've been on like seasons five ago. seasons. They they were on one the first well, like probably season two or three of the ninety day, and then they've been on mm. happily ever after forever. I mean, can we just stop for a second and acknowledge how hot she was though in that first season? Who? Which one, Chantel? Yeah. Before she, before she got her giant boobs? Oh, and after she got her giant boobs. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good. That's she's pretty, Pedro, I mean, she's got a hot face, tight bod, and those giant boobies. It's pretty nice. That's probably why Pedro puts up with her, even though she's so fucking annoying and her family. She is sucks. annoying. Well, Pedro's also a massive, he's also a fucking cocksucker to the extreme. He's yeah, such a dick. He is. Yeah, he is. He's like, he's like Puerto Rican he's, Andre. He's one of the biggest hypocrites on the show, too. He's like, he's, oh it's, yeah, whatever. It's a whole other discussion. Everyone's a hypocrite. That's in our family Chantel podcast. We'll talk about. You can follow that. It's called uh, chatting about Chantel. Chantelin. We haven't. We haven't named it. Yet. <laughs> Still spitballing it. Still spitballing it. Not like Steamboat Willie again, guys. Steamboat Willie, four hundred iTunes reviews, five star podcast about rebuilding ironclad ships. Never miss an episode. Uh, we just got a new sponsor for that. Actually, guess what the new sponsor is? You Joe know, Biden's and- campaign. No. Yeah, that's exactly in America. it. Yeah. That's exactly it. He says, bring back steel sides better. Exactly. And, uh, build back better. Build, build back better with the uh, old steel, steel boat Willie. All right. What more, Rico? What do you got? What do you got, Andre? You got a I got note? nothing else on Andre. I what hope they're going to be on the next season of Happily Ever After because I still need to know more about I think they will be. Evolving I mean, that, relationship. It's so entertaining. I, mean, I far they, more want them to be on the next season of Happily Ever After the other way. And I want them to go back to Moldova. I want Andre to be on the run from the police mafia. And I want to see shootouts. What do you guys think happened? Since apparently, and I don't believe this, he says he didn't tell his brothers, or his brother says Andre didn't tell him. I think his brother was just wanted to get it over with. He stole money. He definitely stole money from someone connected to the mob. That's my my guess. So why would he even go back and risk getting killed? Well, I think he he probably squared it away. 
Yeah, but he, he said his, he made it. His okay. story, his cover story was he wasn't going to do anything illegal, yeah. and so he got run out of the country, which is fucking bullshit. He definitely stole money from someone, or he and, killed someone and then had to leave the country for a little while while they smoothed it over. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him as a killer. I, I can definitely see him taking some money. You don't look into those uh, those fucking eyes and think he might be able to kill somebody. I do. The no. fact that he could not kill Charlie after he was that much of a dickhead at his wedding makes me think that he is a cold-blooded killer who can control his emotional level, mm. right? I mean, I if it was me, I like I said, Superman punch off the stage into Charlie's face. Would have fucking beat the shit out of him right there on the dance floor. But Andre was like, Charlie, come, let's talk outside. Because he's like, I'm not going to worry about this. You'll be dead later. It'll look like an accident four years in the future. Killer. I can see it. I can see it. Top my professionals operate. On, uh, Take notes. My money's on. I'm stealing money. But this is another question we're going to ask uh, professional. <laughs> I got, when he I got arrested shaving pig fat off of pigs. And uh, I was unsolicited pig fat. I did not pay for his pig fat. I had to leave. All right, go, Rico. Uh, well, I was going to move on to another couple. Uh, there's it. only two other couples that I had any sort of notes on. Larissa and... Well, the Larissa, Jess, I guess it's kind of like a double couple because it's Larissa, <laughs> Jess, Colt, Eric. Yeah. It's actually more of, than that. And it's Debbie, too. Oh, yeah. And Debbie. <laughs> I love how Larissa's just like, Debbie, bitch. Or was it Jess? What are they? they were both just like, straight up, you're a They were bitch. both calling her a demon. A bitch. Demon. Yeah. Demon Debbie. Horrible. Wearing I mean, red. so horrible. I fucking hate <laughs> Debbie. Yeah. But yet another fantastic character. So um, my biggest takeaway, the cult smirk. Have you ever seen anyone more cocky, less deserving of being cocky than Colt? It's insane. Well, the fact that the girls are like, he's a geeky player. It's like, I guess he is. Well, well like I, I was mean, saying. It's not like he's putting, picking up anything of quality. No, really. he's not, clearly. But, uh, I mean, it's like I was saying earlier. He was just, they called him out on the dick pics thing, which I thought was hilarious. I wanted more response out of Debbie than I got. But I guess she's like, eh, he sends dick pics. But um, I liked it, Colts. He's like, girls ask me for dick pics, and I respond because it would be rude not to. Talks like fucking <laughs> Spock and Star Trek. You're, you talk, you do a very good cult. <laughs> it's well, it's because I'm also a sociopath. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's so slow. He's like, well, it would be rude not to send them back something. So I sent the girls pictures of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that couching. What great framing. He should be, he should be handling the debates of the presidential candidates. You can, like, if you can frame sending dick pics as like the right thing to do, <laughs> that's a fucking talent. Don't want to hurt my wife ever catches me. If my wife ever catches me sending shit, I'd be like, what was I supposed to do? I can't be rude. (laughs) Let me call my PR agent Colt and see how he would handle this situation. (laughs) Colt and his fucking, by the way, is Debbie giving him bowl haircuts at home? The fuck is with his stupid hair? I don't know that he kept up his workout regimen. I thought he looked thinner. Yeah, I thought he looked definitely thinner. Okay. Probably cocaine, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. God, can you imagine how funny it would be if, if Debbie's just a massive coke dealer in Vegas? Like, that's the that's who you see. Just old Deb, and she's got a switchblade in her pocket. That's the title of today's episode. Probably cocaine. 
I, I still like the number one reality TV podcast in North Korea. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not bad. They're both good. Well, we'll see if we count for that any better. Yeah. So, okay, keep going. Okay, so we're talking about um, Colty. And, so, yeah. Uh, Larissa got a, or was going to get a, what, a tummy tuck and a Brazilian butt lift? Yep. Doesn't sound cheap. Who's paying Never for that? Eric? Well, somebody called. Whoa, I got hiccups. Somebody called her out on, you know, abandoning her children at home, and that's why I was laughed my was ass Andre. off because yeah, it was Andre, yeah. And she's like, "I'm doing this for my kids." And like, <laughs> which which tit was for your kids? One for each of them that you abandoned at home. And yeah. then, uh, um, what's what's her boyfriend's name? I'm blanking. Eric. Eric. And Eric's like, "Well, you shouldn't bring the kids into this. You can't be bringing the kids into this." What exactly does she do for her kids? She, has she been back to Brazil in like two she years? Takes, she takes every fifth dollar that's shoved into her G-string. She shoves her ass to send it home to Brazil. Well, she was also <laughs> borrowing money from her dad. What, yeah. Oh, yeah. She bought the season. So yeah, she's she borrowed five grand from him. any money. No. No, definitely not. Because you know she's out. She, I guarantee she's spending a shit ton on makeup. She wants to get all these other operations done. And I mean, granted, strippers can make a lot of money. I mean, in Vegas, you can make a lot of money. But now it's COVID. So she's not making any money. So she's not sending any money home. When's the last time her kids saw her, do you think? Would they recognize her? Well, that was what I said in the last episode. They wouldn't have recognized her anyway. Now they definitely won't recognize her. Yeah. Uh, Anything else about Jess? I can't really remember anything too interesting about her. Nothing stood out to me at all about Jess. Um, going back, let's talk about Larissa. Or I'm sorry, not Larissa. Let's talk about why Paul and Karini kid couldn't join. Oh. <laughs> Any theories? <laughs> oh, well, didn't you see that Paul Karini like accused Paul of rape? I did back see in that. like May. Really? Yeah, I think that probably has something to do with it. Probably a little <laughs> something. Was that in I mean, the U.S. About- or was that in uh, what country is she from? I forget. Well, she's from Brazil. Brazil. No, Brazil. she said that in, in the U.S. he was doing it. And uh, here's what I don't get. You can cancel Pete for, uh, you know, arguably not great memes for sure, but at least he wasn't accused of rape. But Paul wasn't taken out of the show. Well, That's a good point. One, DLC, Bravo, different, different networks. Yes, exactly. Uh, I guess different standards. Well, I know which network I'm going with. And two, can you really <laughs> cut out Paul? I mean... You know, somebody needs to do, you know, that song from Chariots of Fire? Dun, 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 dun. They need to like have slow motion of Paul running to the Chariots of Fire theme song. So Paul, I'm reading from an article. This is from October 1st. It said, Paul shared a police report de- detailing his recent fight with Karini and fans learned that the Brazilian reality star had accused her husband of raping her. So Paul was sharing this. I, that, that seems like, seem like interesting idea. Here, here's an interesting post that accuses me of rape. maybe that's why that water oh, nice. treatment plant didn't hire him. He's like, here's my resume and also a copy of my police report where I'm accused of rape. <laughs> well, he has a criminal. <laughs> now, background can I get a job from, at this shit factory or what? He has a criminal background <laughs> from years ago from arson. He was yeah. a, uh, an arsonist. <laughs> I mean, if a person can look more like a rapist than Paul, I. I couldn't imagine. It, so. Well, he looks too weak to be a rapist, though. I mean, oh, can you imagine? Can. How hard would it be to outrun him? It would be so easy. 
<laughs> I just watched the episode oh, when uh, he goes to the pet food store to buy food for his dogs and his, meets his mom <laughs> there. And uh, his mom's like, so you invited me to buy the dog food, didn't you? Because you can't pay for it. He's like, yeah, well, I don't have the money. God. And then, oh, you're so and then he's walking out carrying the bag of dog food. And it's like, mom, <laughs> do I look fat? Do I look fat? Greeny says I look fat. It's about, oh, don't worry about that. Just get a job, Paul. Get a job. <laughs> well, she's not wrong. So my whole question for Paul was like, did you try to find a job in the U.S. while you're in Brazil? Because things are on the internet. You know, yeah. you could start communicating with people like, hey, I'm moving back to the U.S. in a month. Are you hiring? Do you or- think they had a computer in Brazil? I don't think I, don't, I honestly don't think they have the money to even have a computer. I don't think he has it. I actually don't think he has a computer. Did you see a computer anywhere in their house? No. I don't even think I saw a smartphone. They're flip-phoning it, those two fucking idiots. He has a phone that translates (laughs) Portuguese and English. Oh, that's true, I guess. Should be able to send email. It's the same translator Jahoon has. I wish. Can you? I I want that. (laughs) I want the translator that they use to have its own show. Can you imagine how amazing (laughs) it would be? It would just be a show. Oh, imagine a show based around that translator of first dates between couples and just the hilarity that would ensue. It's like impractical <laughs> jokers, but condensed to a translator <laughs> app. That's nefarious. Dude, I just, I've, I've recently gotten into watching that show and it's honestly hilarious. Practical jokers. Oh, it's fantastic. I can't get enough of it. it. It fucking makes me <laughs> fucking laugh my ass off so hard. Uh, all right. All right. So that's Paul Carini. Uh, yeah. Probably because of the rape stuff. Um, what about Angela and Michael? And uh, the one thing I didn't have that many notes about Angela and Michael, except she got up at one point because she was crying from, I guess, remembering the wedding, or I don't know, maybe her lip scars were hurting. Mom, she was talking about. Was that what it was? Oh, the mom. Yeah. So she got up to leave, and I couldn't help but notice, and I posted on her at Bravo and Beer Twitter, uh, that her wolf chair was my everything. Did you catch the wolf chair? Did not. Did not. Oh my god! I'll I will send you the photo on text massage right now because it is fucking hilarious. It's basically a wolf. It's not just, so. It's a chair. Now it's not made of wolves, mind you. It's a chair that is in the background. It has not only a wolf blanket on it or, or a wolf pillow, but also a giant wolf blanket on top of it so that it is wolf on wolf crime. And it is probably the most white trash thing I have ever seen in the history of the world. And of course I can't, Oh, here we go. I'm sending it right now. Check your phones, boys. You will see the wolf pillow on top of the wolf blanket. And with another pillow that looks as though it is made of faux Fox. What do you think that chair smells like? I guess uh, I got Paul's service. Oh, there we go. I got it before <laughs> you with my Cricket service. Oh, Cricket <laughs> Wireless coming through. <laughs> what a... I don't wolf. understand what I'm... I do see the wolf now. Okay, it's on a pillow. <laughs> it's a wolf, That's not weird. a wolf. Wow. Say wolf. Wolf. <laughs> wolf. God, what's wolf. wrong with you? Is that a Pittsburgh wolf. accent? Wolf. 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 What you... It's not wolf. It's a wolf. 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 There you go. There's a little L in there, Odie. Enunciate. It's a little L, not a big one. Guys, there's a wolf coming. A wolf? A puppy? No, a wolf. A big vicious wolf. Wolf. 
<laughs> all the kids just like the whoop, 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 as they're dragged off into the fucking woods by the, the L is just there it's not like you know exaggerate it's not a silent, silent l. l you don't need to exaggerate the l it's not like the second l in llama you could also pronounce the f, it the f is far more important than the l that's uh not for debate well why even have the o in there just go woof. <laughs> so anyway that's her fucking awesome wolf chair it's a pillow with a wolf face on it and then she's like, this isn't enough wolf for this room. I need a blanket of wolf to cover this chair. Otherwise, I can't deign to this sit my fat, disgusting body on it. That I'm <laughs> no. looking at. It's so depressing. I don't know. Uh, poor Michael. Yeah. Poor Michael. But yeah, there wasn't too much of them. I think it was, I mean, we got well, a I'm little sure bit. they're coming into, up in part two. Yeah, because they just kind of touched on those two. And also just touched on Sinjin and um, Tanya. Tanya, Tanya, yeah. Well, I did like that Sinjin was, was uh, they were just, they didn't say shit really, but I liked that Sinjin was like talking about foreign cultures, like, dude, at least try the, that's an Australian accent. I don't know, just South African. Uh, so, but he's, uh, he's like, yeah, just try the fucking food, man. But Kelani and Asuelu were pretty. Okay, so I figured out a new trigger word for me. I've mentioned my couple trigger words in the past. Mm -hmm. um, when something is debunked, okay, <laughs> that just makes me angry because it's only debunked by your opinion. Or if someone says something without evidence, because that clearly has to be in every political article on certain websites. My third trigger word is, Kalani said it during uh, a lot. She's like, during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I'm like yeah. fucking shut up about your fucking pandemic. <laughs> it's not my pandemic. It's your fucking pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is it, this is another piece of irony to me, at least. She was mad at him for playing volleyball. Meanwhile, her entire family is fucking morbidly obese, and mm. a slave <laughs> is getting exercise. <laughs> Shouldn't that be um, something to be cheered? And, and uh, when volleyball it, is barely exercise. Well, it's uh, volleyball is exhausting. Else Are you kidding me? Yeah. You, you think you think is freaking diving for balls? And uh, I, don't I don't know, think. man. He's there every single night. At least he's walking. In, I would like to see some video footage. It. Why is there no footage of him playing volleyball? I do want to see. I want to see was, if he tries to eat the ball clip. between every was point. There? Yes, there was not not this week. Like maybe a week or two ago, they showed him at it with his friends playing volleyball at some gym. Okay. Um, and I already mentioned the irony of Kalani sending him to Washington during a pandemic, <laughs> which was yeah. one of the hot spots for the pandemic. Um, and then, of course, the mom was talking about how she's at risk, which, you know, fair enough. But clearly she hasn't uh, taken any necessary steps in the last six months to probably or any or many of, steps at all. One of those risks, um, yeah. which, you know, kind of. A, Peace well, of mind. It's can like, we talk you've about had six months to exercise? Can we talk about that? On, I, hold on. Asuela's not just playing volleyball, though. Yes. He also yes. has another job. <laughs> this is he is awesome. teaching dance. <laughs> can you imagine Asuelu teaching you anything? I wouldn't teach. I would, I would trust Asuelu to teach me how to eat an apple. Wait, what if, type of dance? What, what is he teaching? What type of dance? I think traditional, like, Maori dancing, or not Maori, uh, like, fucking. You, Some more. Did you say did you say Maori? I said Maori at first. I'm confusing uh, <laughs> like fucking New Zealand with uh, Samoa. Samoa. I'm sure he's teaching Samoa, Samoa dancing because I doubt he's a fucking expert in hip hop. 
So never know. you cannot tell me that if Asuelo was in a bigger city, like say he was in LA, don't you think the wait, the wait list for an Asuelo dance class would be like months <laughs> long? I would, oh my God. If, if he was teaching dance in Cleveland, I would absolutely be signed up and going all the time because he's oh, fucking for sure. hilarious. For fucking sure, man. I want to see, I was thinking Asuelo, like Andre's not working. Can you imagine Andre teaching? Why doesn't Andre teach traditional Madolvi dance? It'd be so great. Like, yeah, what, no. Why don't these people idiot, monetize? Don't do it wrong way. Asuelu teaching dance would just be like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, that's probably okay. <laughs> like, Asuelu wouldn't know what the fuck he's doing. He would be. Here's what would happen. He'd be like, show me your dance. And you'd do a dance. And then he'd be like, okay. And he'd start doing your dance. He wouldn't even teach you. He would just imitate you and do the mirror dance. They're like oh, a like, regular Laurel and Hardy. What these people <laughs> need to do is get with Jason Stapleton, fan, you know, fan of the show. Is he paying us to advertise? What the fuck? And, and learn how to monetize their fame. I don't know why. a terrible job with these John Odermatt is a financial advisor to 90 Day Fiance. You think yeah, of all the revenue streams these people should be having. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of crossover shows, uh, like you said, Andre and Asuelu. Dance-offs? A&A's Dance Academy. <gasps> they would be a fantastic buddy cop show, right? Andre already has experience as a police officer. <laughs> Andre, would, Andre would keep trying to take the money, and Asuelo would be like, Andre, that money is not ours. Let me put it back. And Andre's like, Asuelo no. Asuelo would not be missing, putting the money back. He you're missing what we are doing. Mom would be calling him to like, send the money. Send that stolen money to, to my <laughs> mom. We got to send that money to my mom. Asuelo, you need to steal more money. And Andre's like, stop sending money to your bitch mother, Asuelo. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a oh good pitch. God. I love it. I love it. Oh, God. That's just, this, we should just... We should just watch these shows and make up new pitches, and that should be the show. That should be our show. It could be the show right now from here forward. It can be. Maybe it should be. Maybe the second half of the show should be all pitches about what these people should be. I also like a Swaylu could also have a reality show, kind of like a Top Chef show, but where he just sniffs milk to see if it turned bad yet. Because apparently (laughs) if you sniff milk, it turns bad. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) That Island Wisdom, man. That was a great point by Kalani when she's like, well, Ansuelu says he doesn't have to listen to what I say because I don't listen to what he says about sniffing milk making it go fast. <laughs> I don't know how you argue with that. <laughs> it was a great logic trap. Oh, well, the God. sisters uh, had a great fucking, like, I like the logic trap that the one sister, the hotter sister, if we're being perfectly honest, um, I, I, I can't remember what her name is. It's not Kalani. It's something similar, though. It's Kalani. It's, it's Kalani? Like the exact same. Kalani and Kalani. God, that's it's so annoying. Lazy parenting. It's, Col- it's like Kalani, I think. Colonial Williamsburg? I don't know. With a <laughs> so K. anyway, she traps Asuelu's idiot sister in a logic trap, though, because the sister's always, always like, you need to send more money to mom in Samar. And then she's like, okay, well, how much money do you send to your mom in Samar? And she's like, that's none of your business. And she's like, then why is it your business how much he sends? And she was like, I'll fight you, bitch. <laughs> He's like, you got got, girl. Yeah. I don't think she took too kindly to being shown to be an idiot. No. Um, Most people or, to, or to learning how to put makeup on appropriately because she looked like a puppet, like a wooden, uh, what do you call those puppets where you throw your voice? A trollicist. 
Asuelu's sister looks like a ventriloquist <laughs> dummy when she puts makeup on. Like she looked fucking retarded. Oh god. What I was wondering the whole time they were talking about Asuelu being a deadbeat and everything is Kalani's dad made it pretty clear he wasn't going to be tolerating no deadbeat Asuelu. <laughs> yeah. And I would not want to cross that guy. So where's he in all of this? Probably died at the Sturgis motorcycle rally. He's <laughs> got the look. <laughs> He's out walking his dog. He's not. Yeah. I, yeah. Where shit. was he on this? That was weird. He had to braid his beard. Raking apples. Time. I don't know. He's got a lot <laughs> yeah. of apples to rake. <laughs> Despite all the shit he talked about, it, it brings in 40% of their household income every month. <laughs> Selling crab apples at the farmer's market. What kind of apple tree do they have? Like, I've never heard of an apple tree that just mass produces like tiny apples a week. Tiny yellow apples. They're only like each one of them is only about like three inches across at most. Just cut down that fucking tree. Oh, well, let's also talk about uh, Asuelu for the first time saw his wife or his his, uh, sister and his mom really being. Uh, I felt bad about that. That was brutal. That was brutal. Just like, oh, this is my mom being a complete piece of shit. Yeah. Where she's like, I so don't care nice. about the kids. Get divorced because you won't send me money. Like, Urgh. that's not a great one. <laughs> no, nope. I guess that, that answered my question. I had always wondered, which I, I thought it was the case that they hadn't seen the footage at the time of the filming. But yeah, I also thought they used to do the tell-alls like live. So, which obviously they would have had to have seen the footage. Like, yeah, they, they had to have done it a while ago for sure. Well, there were I a couple so times on, on this where, when they were showing the footage, and of true or not, where and this was with uh, Charlie and Chuck's family too, saying, "Oh, it's the first time I saw that." Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. So clearly, they hadn't watched the episodes, but um, yeah. I kind of want to. Well, getting back to the uh, family, Libby, I want to see what the reaction is on the old Reddit boards about them. Just if it's all hatred or if people side with them at all. They are very hated. While you're on the Reddit boards, post about our podcast. And for all of you out there, post about our podcast, please share it. We could use even more listeners than the 42,000 that we currently we need more non-North Korean listeners, really. <laughs> they don't have any money. <laughs> We're going to properly monetize this podcast. It's, they only count. It's, they, they don't, it's like they, the, it's a weird numbers the way they count those people. Um, anything else on this? Because otherwise, yeah. I just have one final note is that I cannot wait for Sinjin and his two fucking boys that are two of the funniest characters on the show with the like, Tanya's a fucking bitch problem. I uh, cannot wait for that. Very excited for the next, <laughs> the next step. It does seem fun. And I don't have anything against Tanya. Like I didn't see. I do. Cause I've seen earlier. She came from. Yeah. yeah she I've seemed seen fine before. this season. Like she didn't do anything absurd to me, but yeah, this season she was okay. She just, you know, her, her limping around was a little annoying, but I don't know. I feel like drinking her, her uh, drinking her but, tea. Fair. Very slowly on the way to uh, when they oh, had to get to the airport. That was that was super annoying when she was, was yeah, or like tea or coffee, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> every sip she's like, ah, ah, it's like <laughs> Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah, it was that enough. That's enough to divorce somebody. I think <laughs> you go to court and you show that video, and the judge is just like, done. She, you get half her shit. All right. Well, anything well, else? 
God, this is an exhausting day of podcasts. Two long, hours long, long freaking podcast. Yeah. Long, long podcast. All right. Well, Rico, bring us out. What do you say? Bravo, big boy. Stop leaning in. It breaks up. Okay. <laughs> new mic. New mic next week for Rico. New Tune mic. in for the new mic. Oh, big. That's a big yes. high level teaser. Tune in next yes. week for the new Rico microphone. And you can hear Rico say, oh, bravo, bing bong, in crystal clear clarity. Yeah, maybe. If I hook it up. Who is a damn good queen? We'll die.